Hey guys, welcome back to week four of New Name, everybody. Two girls, one gay. I'm here with... Hi everyone, it's Nick. And it's Emily. And of course, Jacqueline here. We're ready to get into our week full of hot takes of everything that has happened over the last couple of weeks, I guess. <laughs> in case some of you somehow were able to find our third week episode, we should be able to get that up to you guys soon. Um, but that said, we're ready to get rocking and rolling, and we're going to start with Firefest because it's everything that everyone is talking about. Oh my God. And we've watched both documentaries, one on Hulu, one on Netflix, both had like very different perspectives, I think. And I just think that it's funny that all these quote unquote cool kids got completely bamboozled by this and then all the dorks are like kind of laughing their way to the <laughs> right. bank being like nanana poo poo like finally we yes. got ours um but so how did anyone think that this would work i don't who 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 did i mean <laughs> that's my biggest complaint is who thought that this was actually going to get off the ground i mean it, it was four months five months maybe right that before it was actually supposed to be executed Controversial, controversial opinion. I genuinely thought there was a moment in the documentary where I was like, if they have an extra two weeks, they could have pulled it off. No, Emily. Two no. weeks? Two weeks? Did you see what was there? It was well, Okay. Yeah, okay. It wasn't what they promised, but I thought that they could get away with it. I've been to festivals. I've been to Bonnaroo. We've camped in tents. Like, I get it. Like, there's certain festivals where you're like, you go to rough it. Like... Okay, but this, but this was, was like not pitch, that. This was pitched as like a luxury festival. Here's my thing: people were paying fifty grand for that. Fee I mean, event. they were supposed yeah, to be on private planes, and they were like on like a school bus. Yeah, school bus. <laughs> right. with a driver laughing his ass all the way to the FEMA tent. They're <laughs> like, "Wait, do you dumbasses see where you're staying?" <laughs> I actually didn't think the tents were that bad. If there was furniture inside. That's or, what Amy Schumer said. Or an they could have made or, them really cute. Or actually. an outlet. I thought that the tents could have, like, been fine. I just, there was a lot of problems. Here's my thing. Where are you peeing and shitting, Emily? Porta potties? That's what you do at every festival. No, but this wasn't supposed to be like a, this was this supposed, was to, be like supposed this. to be a luxury festival. Here's my question. Well, here's, the, it's not my question. It's my, like, stance. I don't know who I... I feel like I don't care that these rich kids got fucking scammed because I think you're so pathetic if you like fell in love with this like video where you thought you were gonna hang out with like Bella, Bella, Bella Hadid. Hadid and you thought all these models were just gonna be like playing with pigs. Yeah, like living the life with you. Right, like, like bringing I think, you like, a vodka soda. Like, like yeah, like you're so stupid, but also like I think everyone's at fault. Like I think the people that signed up for it are just as oh, much they're as, fucking. So dumb. Yeah, so you're just as much at fault for signing up for it as the people that put the festival Correct. on. Like, everyone involved is so dumb. That's what makes this whole thing so compelling. Right, because I think that there are, like, two types of cool kids. Like, there's the the group that's like, we're too cool for this. I would never fucking pay 40 grand to go to a music festival, no matter how luxe it's supposed to sound. Like, that is a complete and utter waste of money to only prove and probably take a couple Instagram pictures. Right. And then there's the kids that are, like, so desperately, like, we need premium content. Right. And we're going to go exactly. to this. And we're not going to look up one thing about it. We're not even going to Google satellite this bitch and just show up and be <laughs> like. <laughs> right. So I feel like a part of me is like, serves you fucking kids. You deserve, right. yeah, you deserve it. But then also when you watch the whole backstory of how 
how aware all the people that were putting it together were of how it wasn't going to come together. Right. Absolutely. Just we're like, just fuck it. Let them yeah. show up. Let's just let them show up to these like disastrous FEMA tents with wet mattresses. It was yeah. What a fucking what a fucking. He was I the mean, least concerned. Like, how do you not have so much? Like, I get anxiety, like, if I, like, I'm running a little bit late or, like, in, like the most minuscule situation. Yeah. But, like, he was just, like, this isn't going to work out. But I'm going to go stand on this block and tell everyone what to do and, like, how to calm down. Yeah, because Billy McFarlane was making a living off of rip- ripping off this, like, genre of, like, loser cool kids for a very long time with, like, Magnesis, which essentially was... A credit card that it was just a like it was a titanium card that wasn't even a card itself. It just hopped on to your Capital One like platinum, right? You know, and like, but essentially got but you, you got access a, to but parties. You got a cl- but you got a clubhouse, right? Which is you like got to go to like One Oak and like sit yeah. at a cool table. It's or like, they had like a general clubhouse where they could all hang out. It's like, can't you just find some oh the ta- pl- the townhouse? Yeah, could it's like, couldn't you find someone? like apartment yeah that whole time if you guys are all so connected like you didn't have one friend with an apartment that could house 10 people to have those types of like gatherings yeah like here's the thing like cool to me is subjective until it's like no longer subjective and it's like when you look at who the fuck signed (laughs) up for this magnesis card like just do a quick you know gut check on these kids and it's like Somebody, I forget who it was, maybe it was, like, Trevor Noah was, like, it's Darwinism at its finest. Like, if you're that fucking Oh, yeah, like, it was, like, if you're going to, like, spend 40 grand to go see Blink-182, then that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Like, (laughs) half of the people were, like, we don't even know who Blink-182 is, which is, like, a problem in and of itself. Like, so you're signing up for a concert where you don't even know who's performing. Like, why are you going? You're going to take a few Instagram shots with models that are obviously not going to be there. Oh my god. And who's the kid on the Hulu documentary, the one that you couldn't stand that Grant! That had the... He was like coked out the whole time. He was No, not Grant. The kid that was like vlogging. It was like all his footage and he was so annoying. Oh my god. And then he did this whole like YouTube thing. Oh my god. Austin. um, Austin Mills. Austin Mills. That kid needs to be... Austin... Perfect example of like a casualty that I am not upset about about yeah. Fire Festival. It's like you deserve it. If like, he was you, eliminated from this world, I it, yeah, our world you deserve would be a better place. It. They were like, What's your brand on social media? And he was like, Mmm, positivity. Uh like couldn't even oh, come that up with kid, like, he was yeah. awful. Right. And it's and just then like, what about that fitness fitness influencer that also was asked the same question? She too could not define what her vision for her, like her mission statement was for her Instagram. She was like, positivity. Like they all just kept saying yeah. positivity. And it was like, like buzzwords. <laughs> did you take her positivity to those FEMA tents? Because it sure doesn't look like you did. Yeah, I'm sure your positivity went straight. Well, hers the door. was because she was like doing like synchronized dances and like oh, yeah, she, oh, she, yeah, she, she actually had somewhere to stay. So she was fine, but it's like those buzzwords are great until you're put into a situation where it's like not ideal and then you're like literally crying, calling your parents, like asking your parents for private jets off the island until you get locked in an airport. It's like, I don't know who the victim is or I don't know who the like, not even victim, I don't even know who like the, I don't even know who the villain is, like the kids that went or the like people that put on the show. But, it, I mean, you're messing with a bunch of kids who are going to, you know, this is a very high-ticket situation. Like, it's it's the ideal, like, the paradigm of, like, the my dad will sue you situation. So why would you, 
That was like, you know what I mean? Like, would you just pretend there was like be no consequences? It's not like these people that don't have any money or resources. No, I think he genuinely believed he was going to pull it off until the very last minute. I really do. You do. Is that how calm people yeah. are? Yeah. I yeah, mean, why you would you so let delusional? You're right. Why would you let people show up for something to that was like this disorganized the day of? If you like, they were like, oh, disregard all those um, trucks, like delivery trucks and all that kind of stuff. We're gonna get it together. But the festival starts a day later. It's like if someone was like, hey, there's gonna be a bunch of delivery trucks. We're not quite set up. Um, Bands aren't confirmed. Everyone's dropping out. I would love to think that. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I would have signed up in the first place, but I would love but to think at that point, I would be like, I'm not going. But these desperate Instagram Instagram content people were like, I'm going regardless, which is yeah. serves you right. It serves you right. I agree. I mean, I mean, obviously, we all love to see this kind of fall from grace, especially from these losers. And influencers. People love to see millennials fail. Because they do it all the time. Yeah, true. <laughs> and like, but you know, a really funny photo in one of those tents would have been really, really good <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and that could have been on one of those on one of those documentaries, guys. So I really know if I would have backed out. I probably would definitely be there with bells off. Honestly, I, I want to think that I would have seen the whole the whole way through as well, just to see what would have happened. I mean, and, you know, I mean, a lot of them were fucking stuck on this island, though, for, like, a good couple days. Yeah, that's that's the shit that's, like, not cool. I mean, that's when I would just, like, cry. I mean, well, there's, like, nothing else I would do other than cry. When I first heard about it, I was always thinking, why can't these kids, if they have so much money, just go get a hotel somewhere and just, like make the best of sold their out. weekend in the Bahamas, but it was sold out because they had this other, like, massive event that regatta. It was, like, it was yeah, a regatta, regatta. Yeah. yeah. And they even told them, they were like, don't do it this weekend because it's, like, the massive right. event. So that answers my question as to why these kids didn't just go get a hotel room somewhere because they couldn't. So then that, like, adds a whole different layer of, like, well, then they're actually just completely fucked and stuck on an island with no way out, which would be stressful, but, like, again... Not even, like, a developed island, though. It was, like, a completely, like, desolate airstrip that was not even, like, had plumbing. Yeah. So here's a question for you, Nick. And you haven't seen the Netflix documentary. Correct. But Emily and I have. So, like, let's say your name was Andy and let's say your name, and let's say you're gay. And Billy's like, hey, Andy, you know, we have trucks and trucks of water that literally won't get through customs because they're saying that we have to pay them 175 thousand dollars in taxes in order to get these this water released to us he then asks andy to go billy mcfarland yeah billy asks andy to then go and suck this guy's dick who works at the customs office in order to get the water would you do that if you were in that deep wait that was is that really what happened happened. that's what all those like memes are about okay that is so fucked up. He said he, he went told home. told him to? He said he, he, said went, he went home. He gargled mouthwash. Yep. I would have done that. Said fully. <laughs> You're getting me as is. He <laughs> said fully prepared to show up at customs office ready to suck, suck a dick, dick to release the Evian water. And the guy at customs was like, that's sweet. You don't need to do that. Just make sure this bill gets paid. And he was like, no problem. Obviously, the bill never got paid because the festival never happened. But, like, so no, Andy's just like at a bohemian uh, (laughs) sex slave now for the rest of his life to pay off the debt. Like, (laughs) 
fucking like sucking dick in a circus. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lazy it's Susan like, just next? taking any dick he can to pay off the Eve. No, I feel like the real hero of <laughs> the, uh, fire the water. Fe- the real hero of fire festival is Andy. He's the only. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely the only one that. Was about to take one for the He's team. He's not a hero. He fucking trusted Billy so hardcore that he was about to go suck dick for water. No way. I hate water. I would never. Suck I would have been for like water. Billy. You go suck a dick. Yeah. Like you got me into this mess. Right. You go suck. Yeah. A like dick. plug your nose and just hold your. Just move on. Then you do it. Yeah. This is, you got us into this mess. Fucking Billy McFuckface. Like get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Go suck your. He's own the dick. Billy McFuckface. He's actually kind of cute though. I hate, I hate that about myself. Why do you think Billy's hot? I think he's attractive. <gasps> well, he got skinny in jail. Ob. I don't think ever. Well, I think he was in jail for like a day. Well, he's gotten skinny under stress. No, it was like stress. Yeah, 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 yeah. stress. Has or he? he's just, he's I'm just worried I'm gonna try to buy tickets off of it at some point because it sounds like he's pretty heavy in that market. I'm like, <laughs> so it's in the Book of Mormon, and all of a sudden I'm like, damn it, Billy, who isn't a victim? Seriously, oh Billy, behave. That's the other thing. He like got out on parole and then just started scheme after scheme after scheme. I mean. It is a fascinating story, but he is on, he's, I mean, I don't, has he, he's been sentenced, but he hasn't officially, like, been, like, you get sentenced, and then I think you have, like, a grace period of when you have to turn yourself in. Turn yourself in. in. I mean, he got, like, only six years. Here's where. But he's not gone to actual prison yet, correct? I think he might have, I no? think he is now, right? I'm not sure. Well, I, that I don't know. That but, like, Jack- yeah, he, I mean, producers <laughs> and his stupid fucking like mail order girlfriend is like, oh, I yeah. just love Billy. Okay, which you I don't know what accent you, that was. Yeah, that was, was like, like Rosie Perez <laughs> in uh, <laughs> White Men Can't Jump. Billy, um, give me a water. Um, you can't answer this, but which documentary did you prefer, Netflix or Hulu? Because so yeah, so Hulu Hulu was more Hulu was more like concert goer perspective Netflix was more like leading up and like the production of Firefest. it just seemed untrustworthy because well fucking fu- first of all fuck Jerry don't even get me started on that fucking that's what I'm saying it was like it was like when um you know the movie Notorious came out but it was like Bad Boy Productions is the one that made the movie. It's like, of course you're going to make it seem like Biggie was... You know what I'm saying? Like, it right. just seemed very, like, one-sided. Like, very, right. like, you have a little bit of stake in the game, so you're going to make yourself look as best as you possibly could. But here's the thing about Fuck Jerry. And, like, I really can't stand this guy because he he steals jokes and yeah. makes it look like they're his own on his Instagram. So what makes me think that this kid didn't, he was so clueless leading up as a, the premier production company and then he just decides to blame that one guy, Oren? Like, fuck Jerry is to blame as well. Like, 100%. he was not. So that's where I'm kind of like, they and then found, when Ja Rule's like, it's not fraud, it's false advertising. I was like, that's the same fucking Ready was like, we didn't do anything illegal. It's false advertising. And I was like, that in and of itself is illegal. Like, are you right. deranged? We have, like, actual laws against Yeah, that. Ja Rule the crook is, like, the, the on cloud, you know, of judgment here, telling everyone what's right and wrong. It's like, if you're trusting Ja Rule for your, like, greater good of your life, you've got... And then according to Hulu, he started... So the whole premise of the fire thing was an app where you could, like, book talent, and they were doing the festival right. as, like, a kickoff event for the app. Like, the app. And now Ja Rule has now started a new app 
that's just like taking fire out of it but like same premise like and i'm like if anyone signs up for this or does this i'm like you have to be the dumbest person dumbest dumbest person ever to fucking go along with anything that draw rule ever does in the future like his career has to fucking end now now over done the only thing I learned from that is that if you're gonna scam people, scam influencers, <laughs> because they're just gonna want to follow through with it to get a picture out of it anyways and to be a victim. So it's fine. Right. They win. Well, yeah. No, if they're not getting paid though, I mean, I guess they all got paid to go there for free. Right. I mean, they're they got like, a free. Tr- we're not on our, our private flight. We're on a commercial flight. It's like. Well, it's like yeah, you didn't, you're not paying for this in the first place, so who cares? Right. But now, now you're all on the document. Documentary, right? Like, we're gonna, you're gonna get exposure somehow, so yeah. you're fine. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, it's just a, it's a devastating. Okay, question. Let's say we all bought tickets to Fire Festival. Okay. When the video came out, because that video was sick. The video right? was sick. They, they did that video very right. That was the they they should just get into just um like marketing videos. That's yeah. like basically that should be their next business venture because that video was insane. So. Let's say we saw that video, the three of us were like, let's go. Do you think we would have made it all the way to the island? <laughs> I think we would have. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have felt really, really hesitant about it, but I probably would have still gone just yeah. to see what the fuck. I mean, our natural skepticism would have been like, this isn't going to be right. And then I would have just cried the whole time and made you guys like, you pay for pay for like how miserable I was. Like you would have like <laughs> like had to. Here's the thing though: is that all the booze, things. all the booze made it. I was just so. How could say it not that. have been a fun time? I mean, it's essentially just any other reality show. Right. You don't have so, your, I mean, we would have probably cried trying to find all of our they luggage. I didn't pay the two million dollar tax fee that came with the booze. So I talked to right one girl that actually went to Fire Festival. Oh, exclusive! We got an exclusive. I know a few, yeah. And she weird. said that, and I think they touched on it in the Hulu thing where they said after everyone kind of like it went dark, like no lights, it got like looting and whatever. She said they were all like intense, like kind of like just like waiting for the sun to come back up because there was no electricity and like people were like. Bahamians were like coming into their tents, like <gasps> asking them, not in like not in like a scary way, but oh. like asking them, like, do you guys know what your plan is? Like, you know what I mean? Like getting very scared, like thinking like fire was gonna like get them out of this, and then all of a sudden they realize like fire festival has now like completely removed themselves of the situation and they are now like completely on their own of like figuring out how to like get off the island. And I think the people that lived on the island that like depend on the tourism were like trying to like help everyone. Yeah, no, like, they and they still haven't been paid, by the way. Right, right, like trying to help all these like poor Americans like be like, how do we get you off this island? And I think that's when it set in that this was like incredibly serious. And they it's were like, like Hunger Games, everything yeah. for themselves. Right, so it's like the minute someone walked into my tent that like wasn't involved with Fire Festival and was like, do you guys need a car service? Like, do you guys need this or that to the airport? And I was gonna be like, okay, fire's not gonna help me, and I'm just gonna like dine on this island. Yeah, I there's like no customer when, service. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's no commercial flights. Every flight that was coming into Exumas was a chartered flight specifically for the fest. So there was like no real flight to get on and off. Right, like you didn't have a ticket. No. Nope. So it's like you were just like the minute people were like asking you like, do you have a plan? And you're like, oh, fire festival 
coordinators or whatever aren't going to help me off this fucking island, are you like, then I, then right. I would have been like, I'll just, I'll just live here. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, does that poor girl. This is my new home. Yeah. Like, does this poor girl with the catering company, like, need a, like, need a, like a bus boy? Like, right. I, I can carry some ice. Like, it's They no could have really taken advantage. Yeah, no, but they didn't. It's like, the the real tragedy is the people. We need to start a Kickstarter for the Bahamian. They already workers. did. They did? Yeah, yeah. I believe it's got quite a bit of money. Let me just have our producer <laughs> back. I, the last I saw, it was like at 123000 No way. That's pretty big. Yeah, but I think that they needed like 250 to like cover what she even like. Like, I think it was, like, I think she put 50 of her, I don't remember the details, but, like, 50 of her own, 50,000 of her own savings, and then, like, on her, like, in the, it, like the woman that short. owned the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Marianne Roll. Uh, so, uh, so far, it's at $167,000. It's going to get there. Good. I'm, I mean, those are the good. people that deserve to get paid. Yeah. Absolutely. Was like, di- those are day workers, restaurant people, like... That, like, put their ass on the line thinking that this was going to be a big moment for their island and, like, tourism and whatever. And it was just, like, a complete fucking fraud. Those are the people that I feel bad for. Not the people that showed up and went, like, the influencers. I feel bad for the workers that, like, tried tirelessly to fucking make it happen. Yeah. If I was, like, Bella Hadid or Kendall Jenner, like, I would have donated that money to, like... Like, you know what, you you, Step up. you perpetuated this, and you made this what it was, and you you made 500, what, what's 500 grand? She made 250, Kendall Jenner made $250,000 off that one post. So, I like, just it. give that money back. Right, I get it. Step up and be like, listen, it wasn't my fault. I was promoting something that people told me was going to be fine. Right, but like, But also, like, what's 250 grand to you? Like, that's what you got paid for posting one post that took of you a square five, orange. five seconds. Just give the money back and like at least make sure the people from the Bahamas at least aren't like didn't just give away their labor and their time. Exactly, for free. it's crazy. Like you won't even get out of bed for two hundred fifty grand, and like these people, that was like their entire life savings. They could have done something with themselves to that. Yeah, it's just trash. They're all trash. I'm gonna fuck over millennials and I'm gonna fuck over influencers for the rest of my life. That's my new mission. <laughs> Yeah, what was that saying that Naomi Campbell used to say? I don't get out of bed for less than 10 grand. 10 grand, yeah. So it's like Kendall Jenner, like, she doesn't get out of bed for less than 250 grand. It's like, just give it back. You posted an orange square. Move on. Give it back and move on. What a piece of shit. Yeah, like, delete it from your feed. Give the money back. Pretend like it never fucking happened. Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure you're going to be okay. Yeah. No one's going to be missing. Everything in life is free anyways. What do you need to pay for? Her acne. (laughs) She had really bad acne, so that's terrible. Her acne scars. Well, we oh. already knew that. If you that was a, that was almost as big as a fraud as Fire Festival. Like fucking I have acne, a fucking, like, I have a message I need to talk Kendall about. Kendall Jenner like, has a huge announcement. She had acne when she was sixteen. Who the yeah, fuck who did the fuck it? Did it? It's like I'm IBS. Like I need help. It's like right. no, we all do. We all have fucking IBS. We need finishing Alfred on <laughs> Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's like, I don't think that acne is, like, something, like, so crazy that you need to do a PSA about it and then no. promote proactive. It was, like, honestly insulting. It was, like, we've all been there. Yeah. Literally, we've all had cystic acne at some point. We've all dealt with it. Like, you're not special, Kendall yeah. Jenner. Like, stop acting. Like, give that proactive money back to the people that you scammed out of that fucking money in the Bahamas. 
devastating. Actually, I need 10 more. RIP fire. RIP fire. Fire fraud. Hashtag fire fraud. <laughs> Hashtag fire fraud. So what's the next fire? <laughs> I know. Well, I told you guys. Like, I is it ever gonna, is there going to be another one? So I told you guys, I my idea is to have an... Well, I was thinking, what's the opposite of fire is ice. We should have an ice festival. And, like, we should actually just... I mean, and we need, spell like... It, spell it weird. Yeah, spell it with, like, Y somewhere. I don't really know how yeah. to do it. I-Y-Z-E. E-Y... Wait. E-Y-A-C-E-I-S. Oh, yeah. No, that's too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but we need to do it, like, properly, but we need 200 million, so donate. We'll put a Kickstarter up soon. <laughs> Nick choking on his jewel. It's a weekly occurrence. <laughs> but, like, we could, like, honestly, it's like someone needs to capitalize on, like, because their idea was great. They just didn't execute properly. It's like someone needs to capitalize on their idea and do it properly yes. and name it like Ice Festival. Yeah. And like really just fucking nail it and really like dick punch like yeah. Billy McFarlane. And it John could have been really cool. Let's 100%. go on Shark Tank. We'll walk in and we'll go, hi, sharks. We're here for $200 million. We need $200 million. Oh, $200 million and 0% stake in our. Uh, Ice festival. <laughs> yeah, just be like, just to get back Billy McFarlane and Ja Rule. You just know where like, would be like, signed. He's like, I don't need to hear it anymore. Here's the thing, though. is like, After I watch these things in Dirty John, yeah. this, it's like, I can't, I can't help but leave with a little bit of like, should I be more conish? Should I like have like a little bit more charisma? Like, you know, because these people can like no, because they're like so dishonest. That's like disgusting. no. I mean, I know that obviously I'm not gonna like scam people, but like there's a little bit of like salesmanship that I feel like I should take away from each of these situations because I feel like it'd be really helpful. Yeah, it's not... called a Bernie Madoff Ponzi scam. No, That's not exactly that. Exactly what it is. Yeah, it's just a bad. He kept parlaying more. Yeah. Charges into other charges. Well, and, yeah, like, even when he got out. Up. Yeah, even when he got out. Hi, all. Well, you don't like these Beyonce tickets? Oh, wait, no, the best was Victor Victoria's Secret show. It wasn't even Victoria's Secret. Yeah, it was, it was like, probably going to be like a sub show yeah. that he was going to hire like fat Instagram models to like walk in bathing suits and be like, that's what I sold you a ticket for. Like, just like ripping people off. Because you can't buy tickets. To right. Any of the shows. To the Met Gala? Like, if you're that fucking dumb where you think you can purchase a ticket to the Met Gala, it's like you need to read a bit more about what you're signing up for. Yes. 100%. Um, okay, that's what enough. A We've been talking about Fire Festival for way too long, but like, Sorry. we can literally go on about it for two weeks. For hours. Okay, so talking about another con artist scammer, uh, R. Kelly, we have all successfully finished the documentary series on that fucking lunatic who still has these girls, Jocelyn and Ilea I or something. Joycelyn. Joycelyn and whatever. Joycelyn and Azalea. Wait, what? I forget. They say her name is so funny. But anyway, they're also locked up in his. We know where they're locked up. Like, should we go to his studio? Like, that's what I'm. Does wondering. he live at Trump? Is that what I heard? Well, oh, does he? So his, technically, his official residence is at Trump, but oh. he has this studio. I think somewhere on the south side, where he the is recording studio. That's where yeah, we gotta go. Where he is like supposedly 
these girls are supposedly like living and it's not residential so the cops like want to get him on like a technicality like saying that like you have people living here this isn't residential that's where the mom was like the rocks yeah you like so it's like a it's like a code violation and they're trying to get them out but he's of course like fighting it it's like such a fucking mess at this point I think cops at this point are like aware but like it's so hard to be like are they going to be able to do anything but they're going to be the first ones to be like oh there's nothing we could do <laughs> like what do you mean well these adult women are saying they're fine so what can you do yeah it's the Shelly Miscavige right. of R. Kelly's day it's like but it's also like very Charles Manson like they could have done you know what I'm saying like when do when does the like when do we not intervene to the point where we like try to like be right no it's Stockholm proactive. syndrome it's like you're you're in such an abusive state that you literally are either scared of your abuser or really feel like you're in love and protected by your abuser right it's so fucked and they were brainwashed at such an early age where I don't feel like they even understand like the difference of like their parents yeah. loving them and trying to like save them versus R. Kelly brainwashing them, manipulating them, taking them to concerts, like fucking them, so yeah, gross, pissing on them, ugh. making them do threesomes, recording them. It's so bizarre. They need. I mean, this is the thing. I would hope to think that the law is doing everything that they can to like rectify the situation, but it sounds like they. Like, can't, because these adult women are saying they're fine. It's just so crazy, because, like, how can the police watch that documentary and then, like, just let it all happen? Yeah. Fucking weird. But anyway, um, moving on to another psycho lunatic, Chris Brown just got in trouble again in Paris for allegedly, like, raping and, I don't know, beating some woman, and now he's suing her for defamation. It's like, who's going to believe Chris Brown? That somebody is making this up, like it is so crazy. He beat her. Oh no, 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 that's actually the least surprising part. Yeah, that's the least surprising part is that Chris Brown's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I didn't read too much into this. I saw the headline: Chris Brown was he arrested or indicted on charges in Paris for raping a woman? He was taken into custody. So here's the thing: it's like. History speaks for itself. Right. Like, obviously, you did it. So, lock him up. Lock him up. Ugh. Lock him up. God, and again, so... stop playing. I mean, st- ugh. stop playing those songs. But he's. I know. It's tough. It's tough. It's real tough. Because I so, love a good Chris Brown tune. I, I do. And I love an R. Kelly tune. And I can't. I can never personally listen to them again. But it's like, oh. Same. Those are some good jams. I will never personally play one but if I hear one I might you might see you me. have to like restrain me so that I don't yeah. start dancing and like laughing <laughs> and smiling because yeah. it's like it's so upbeat <laughs> yeah it's so upbeat but fuck them um so moving on to another pop star Jessica Simpson who has been oh my god really having a heyday on her Instagram with her swollen fat feet from being pregnant which is like I get I you know I, if I eat too much salt that's what I look like but do I share it? I know. That's why I, I like walk a fine line with her. Is it funny? Is it relatable? Is she in on the joke? I think she is. You think she's in on it? I For sure. Remember she's that like interview laughing. with Ellen? No. Recently? Oh my God. She did this interview with Ellen and it was so weird. Like Ellen kept asking her questions. I know you hate Ellen, Emily, but she was like, 
asking her about her relationship and she couldn't answer any of the questions with like an answer it was like she was on something it was so strange so i just now permanently think that something is wrong with us yeah i don't think that she's smart enough to be in on the joke yeah she went but on you, Instagram to ask for free medical advice. But you think she's posting a fat picture of her foot and, like, not in on the joke? I think she's in on the joke if she's like, look how fat my foot is. No. <laughs> like, no. why else would you post that? Well, I don't know. Get inside the mind of Jessica Simpson. And then she cupped it, moron. and then it worked, which I thought was great. And then she posted, like, what do you mean she cupped it? She did the cupping, like like what, what Gwyneth Paltrow does. It's like oh, acupuncture, like, yeah, like acupuncture. a form of acupuncture, and so it, like, released the pressure, and her foot, like, went down. And, like, so I think she is on the joke, because she, like, understands that, like, yeah. I don't know. I think she's funny. I get everyone else thinks she's fucking stupid, but also I don't think you're that stupid if you build a billion dollar brand. I think she's somewhere along the line in on the joke and probably smarter than we all give her credit for. I gotta tell you, when I was in college, I rocked a Jessica Simpson pump like it was nobody's business. Same with, okay. a, cork, with a cork heel. With a cork heel. With a cork heel. So a pa- I. A patent leather <laughs> oh I, Yes, with a patent leather, a patent leather, like... Shoe with a cork heel and platform. I was literally all over it. It was literally like my signature, like outfit. All over it. Now I would not be caught dead in them now. But you know what? They got me through some tough times in those college days. You could puke on them. You could, you know, leave them outside the door, and they, you know, they always found their way back to you. Those Jessica Simpson pumps. Hundred percent. You know. I mean, they lasted like a good three months of like <laughs> torture. Good three months of like. You know, you could have like a temper tantrum. You could take it off. You could throw it out of bitch. You could take it off. You could like slam it against the floor if a guy wasn't texting you back. And they still were like in beautiful shape and beautiful condition. Cork is resilient. (laughs) Resilient. Very, very resilient. Um, Okay. So Jessica Simpson, moron still to this day. It's 20 (laughs) years of moronic stuff. Um, I love her. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could actually talk about slugs that we love and hate. And it always turns out that I'm right. Yeah, it it does. Like it, it always takes, plays it takes out. A, a bit of time. Like for like essentially now, you know, Emily has been saying for years that she really, really hates Ellen and I just came I just turned the corner. And she's I was like, nice. Ellen's terrible. She's a terrible I don't think she's funny. I think she's terrible. I think she's a scam and a sham. She's not nice. I watched she her like, stand up and I was like, Can you shut the fuck up? She laughs at her guests, not with them. Yes. I think it's like I think it's rude. I think she's like she thinks she's like better than I just she does. Her brand of humor doesn't like resonate with me. So you may say you hate Jessica Simpson now. We'll talk about it in a year when you finally understand that I was right and you were wrong. Rock T B D. The Rock. Love The Rock. Um, okay, so Bachelor recap. So I haven't watched in the last couple of weeks because honestly, the show he's I just nauseating. think is like nauseating. I think Colton. He's a I, homosexual. I mean, he's our he's our first gay bachelor officially. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just gonna get out, come out, and say it. Like, yeah, he's gay. And he's a homosexual. He literally doesn't know how to speak to women, and it's like so uncomfortable. But Emily, uh, who is watching The Bachelor for the first time ever, I would love for you to give us a quick recap that we can comment on. So I I can only do about 10 minutes at a time. So I switch back and forth because I can only stomach like 10 minutes at a time. So I turn it on. 
he was talking to a girl one-on-one he went in for a kiss i thought he was gonna vomit on her like it was very uncomfortable he looked so uncomfortable kissing this girl i don't know which girl it was funny that recently happened to me in real life (laughs) (laughs) which i didn't realize until emily told me that he must be gay but anyway keep going <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> wow! Wow! Story throwing it out. Story for a different time. Um, so I think that he is hard to watch because I think I see. I, he doesn't like have chemistry with any of these women, so it's hard to watch. Right. And then, so I think I don't know. Not to like try to like dive into the mind of a producer of one of these shows, but they're like, so we're not going to get any content. Of him like having any chemistry with any of these women, so our angle is going to be let's like make all these women like hate each other, which may be normal for the show. Very normal for the show. So for the first like for the first like six weeks, it's all about the women. It's not about But like they have like personal history. Like they came from same Yeah, that shit is similar yeah. Similar backgrounds or like there's two pageant girls that like are feuding and like now Colton's like stuck in the middle and he like breaks the like fourth wall and he's like crying in like a producer's room. He and cried about their drama. Yes. And so he was like in a producer's room and Chris Harrison is no. talking to him and they're showing like the cameras. So they've like completely broken the fourth wall and you're seeing this like whole production side of it. And I just think that it's more like interesting to see him grappling with like he probably doesn't want to keep moving forward because he realizes he's not sexually attracted to anybody and he's like blaming two pageant girls not getting along it's like if you like both of them then keep them both moving forward it's not that difficult and then you see which one you like more in the end like you're just like i don't know they both say they're both manipulative and it's like i don't know everyone's manipulative we're in a fucking competition also like He gets his panties, so Colton gets his panties in a bunch so hard on Twitter. He can't take any criticism, and he feels like he needs to, like, respond to, like, everyone that's, like, talking shit about him, and it's so funny to me. So, here's my question. I don't know if it was different when you went on the show or if this is new, but everyone on the show is 100%, in my opinion, there for, to, like, become famous yes on like some level so it's like none of these girls right so they're like we don't want to work so we're gonna like post instagram photos for sugar bear hair for the rest of our lives fat tummy tea whatever the fuck they do and like it was never like that so it was like weird to be like these girls are like acting like they actually care well i mean i guess the longer you make it the more famous you become because that's the more like screen time you get but it's like well, I guess that's part of playing the game. Like, so the longer, so you have to like win his affection in order to stay on the show longer in yeah. order to become famous. But to me, it's like so transparent. So it's like hard to watch because it's like cringe. Like, it's like, it's so cringe. It's very cringe. Like, these girls, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know how else you become Instagram famous. That's just. I almost sneezed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nick is like convulsing on the side. Sorry, I was like trying not to sneeze. Um, well, actually, yes, you are correct. We used to never be able to have, well, first of all, Instagram was not a thing when I was on the show. I downloaded, I downloaded Instagram 
Um, I remember in May and I was done with Women Tell All in February. So like if you think about when I started to like become social media present, it was so long after the show was over. And then even still for the next couple of years, like it really wasn't that prevalent. We weren't allowed to be on Twitter or Instagram during the show. We were supposed to deactivate it. Now they can't control that because social media is such a main part of like what fuels this show and what fuels its popularity, but also in turn is what gets them talent on the show for free because they know that like coming off this show, they're going to have all these Instagram followers and like be able to do all this paid bullshit. So, oh, one girl I did see it kicked off was the girl from Alaska with the dog. Or wait, remember the girl that showed up with the dog and then gave. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's gone? Yeah, she's gone. With the big lips? Yeah. And the blonde hair? Oh, I was expecting her to make it a little further. Yeah, she got kicked off. And he was like, go get your dog. And she was like, so excited to see you. Yeah, because like, like, so literally, because she, she probably did not want to touch him with a 10-foot pole. But actually, in honor of episode three, which is when I got kicked off, guys, <laughs> um, I have the craziest story when I got eliminated. So... We, a lot of people don't know this because it's like so behind the scenes, but when you get booted off the show, um, the night that I got kicked off, I think there were three of us that got eliminated and there's supposed to be like a van or something waiting for you to take you to the elimination hotel. Well, you're in this bubble and like doing this show for so long and like, honestly, it felt like so long. It was only like week three. Um, and I was like waiting for my van, which like, honestly, like didn't arrive. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I'm standing there and I'm like crying hysterically and I'm all by myself and I have no idea. Then the car finally shows up. The car takes me to the elimination hotel. I get to the elimination hotel. There's supposed to be somebody waiting for me. Wait, what's the elimination hotel? Is it like a La Quinta and like you were like at... No, it's not like that much of a bird, but it's definitely like we were at the Waldorf... Astoria in like San Francisco or something and I got taken to this like small boutique hotel. Okay. So you get there and like all the girls who got get eliminated have to go through a therapy session with the resident therapist for The Bachelor who you know from pre-screens and all that which she obviously doesn't do the best job. Um, <laughs> so I get there to the hotel and I was the last one to arrive. There was nobody from production waiting for me. So I'm like hammered and I'm thinking that I'm like somewhat famous. Who knows why? And I walk up to the hotel and I'm like, is there someone here for me? And they were like, who the fuck are you? Like, no. I was like in this like cocktail dress. They're like, no, we have no idea what you're talking about. And I was like, well, there's supposed to be someone waiting for me here. And they're like, no, nobody's nobody's waiting for you. And I was like, well, have you seen like any like cute girls walk through with like cameras in production that were like (laughs) being led to another room and they were like "Mm, no we have no idea what you're talking about and so then I like stood there like by myself like shivering and then I finally was like wait does anyone know where like like can you lead me in any direction so they like send me up the stairs to like some floor I go over to the floor and I start banging on this door and I just walk right in and it was the therapist with one of the other eliminated girls doing their therapy section, their therapy session, and I was like, nobody's here to get me, like a total <laughs> fucking lunatic. I get kicked out of that room. Still, nobody's there. Finally, someone is like, SOS, SOS, Mayday. Jacqueline, the fucking psychopath, is like, 
through, like, running through the halls <laughs> claiming she's famous, like, looking for a pickup. <laughs> and they, like, finally get me, and then I have to go and do my, like, session, and I'm, like, bawling, crying. And then the next day, I you, like, basically get sent on a plane home. And I, like, got home, and I was, like, so sad and so depressed. I was, like, I was that big of a loser that nobody was even, like, there to come pick me up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me on the side streets of San Francisco, like, expecting me to fend for myself with no jacket and a cocktail dress. And like it was just the funniest shit. Your luggage. They it was in the room that I was supposed to be sleeping in that night, but like literally no one gave a shit enough to like come find me to take me to my proper place. And like one of my friends, Amy, she is no longer with the show, but like we still to this day like cry laughing about it because we like what I imitate myself like running through the hallway like the lobby of the hotel like thrashing my arms being like does anyone know where the women are you know and it's like does anyone know who I am because you're like in this bubble talking about your feelings for three weeks and then you like get unleashed into the real world you literally like don't know how to behave so that happened and then it was like so embarrassing Your and like own personal fire fest yeah my own fire fest i showed up and like no one was there and i was like pulled out yeah but anyway oh my god can you imagine like i had such like a like a like such a delusional point of view in terms of like who, people thinking that they should know who i am <laughs> I literally got like three minutes of airtime, like not even, and like d- was well, demanding orders from like producers, the patrons of San Francisco. Producers obviously picked up on that. And yeah. brought me back for two more seasons. Like, like, what so, a nutbag! Yeah. they were like, sign, sign her up for round yeah, two. Sign her up. Sign her up for a couple more yeah. seasons. Get her back on the plane. We're gonna put her in her bed, and then yeah. we're gonna her years later when she's an old washed up loser. <laughs> This shit bag is unpredictable. Get yeah. her back on. Get, Get her, her back, back on. <laughs> it's so funny because the shrink had told me, um, Dr. Selden, her name is, she had told me that I, in her notes, she had written down that I was TV gold. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I should like take that as a compliment or be like, that is a fucked up shit right there. Compliment. But, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it's a compliment. Fuck it. I think it's a compliment. Take it. I'd do this shit Run until I was 60 if it wasn't embarrassing. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's a personal bachelor tidbit, which is like so funny, and there's gonna be more of those sprinkled throughout this podcast as I think of more. But um, <laughs> speaking of personal nutbag stories, Nick, what's the latest on Iowa Lover? <laughs> <laughs> the Iowa road road pickup. Okay, so for those of you that don't know from the last podcast that wasn't submitted, I fell in love on a road trip, cross country road trip from Indiana to. Denver, met a man who shows dogs, which is out of my (laughs) realm of comprehension. Um, So it's gotten really hot and heavy, as, you know, my relationships typically do. We haven't hung out since, but it's gotten really hot and heavy. Yeah, of course. course, Via text, via phone calls. The FaceTimes are palpable. Oh, I want to be yelling at So he's coming to Denver um, for his birthday, and I think what do you have planned? Okay, so we're gonna get a little place in the mountains for the weekend for his birthday. So you're gonna bring the show dogs? He's not gonna bring the show dogs. He actually doesn't. He doesn't own any of the dogs that he shows. He just shows them for other people. Oh yeah, he trains them and shows them. Correct. Yeah, I watched that seven days out. Yeah, which gave me a new perspective. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it's as weird. I would be more weirded out if he had like a bunch of kids that he like put into pageants. 
because that just seems. I said, I said like, in a text, you're blinded by love. I think childhood little, robbery. No, I mean, it really is. It doesn't seem that much more like that. Doesn't seem like that weird, to be honest with you. Does it? Sure. Is it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's fucking weird. It's like one percent, not even that shows dogs, and like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just think the best in show, and I can't think of anything else. They dress like they're dogs. They act like they're dogs. He doesn't do that. Okay. He doesn't I, walk them around the... He does. Yes, I mean, he, yeah, does, he does. That. He does. Oh. But... Well, I mean, to each his own, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have any hobbies. Like, who am I to judge? <laughs> true. You know? Very true. Is it is it his hobby or is it his primary job? No, no, no. It's his hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's like, not. it's like, sec, it's like I don't know. Secondary. Yeah, for sure. Um... I don't know. I mean, a part of me wouldn't be surprised if I, like, just married this person right away. Right. You know. I wouldn't be surprised. As I sat here and talked about how stupid. The Bachelor is. Not even just the Bachelor, (laughs) but, like, Dirty John. You know, like, what a moron. Yeah. Yeah. The the Firefest kids. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you didn't see this coming? And then here I am, like, blindly, like, you know, Googling marriage license in Colorado. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to see where it goes, but I I don't know. Will I, you start showing dogs with her? No, that's not going to be. Please. <laughs> no. Yeah, please, God. Please no. Do. No. Do it. That's just not I my want thing. like a sequin vest and like a whole thing. What kind of dogs does he show again? So he shows Great Danes, which oh, I think is yeah. a lot cooler than just like a Pomeranian or a Pug. Even though pugs are, adorable. I don't know. I don't like Great Danes, but you know, he's he likes the bigger class, right? I like the toy class. I'm into it. Makes I don't sense. Know. You have a toy dog. I have a toy dog. I mean, I obviously don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't know where this is gonna go, but you know me. I I well, fall quick and we're fast. We're hauling pins and needles. I, know. I can tell you where it's gonna go to the Iowa Cracker Barrel. At 7 p.m. on Saturday. I do. I'm not going to go. No, do they have the 4-H fair in Iowa? Oh, 4-H, heart, humanity. I don't know. I don't I just fucking made that up. I went to school in Wisconsin, and one of the girls once told me freshman year about 4-H, and I was like, what, bitch? I'm sure they have a 4-H. They have to have a 4-H. Is that where you start, or do you start in a different, a different thing? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't researched that. <laughs> Tuesday, do you believe in the 4-H? I'm just looking for love. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. And I'm sure I'm going to not get it, but I'm sure that I'm going to find myself in a really fucked up situation but where I can't get myself out of it. scratch those fingernails all the way Yeah. Till what if I did get married? Should I get married? Should I just yeah. do it? Do it. Do it. For the story? Yeah. For the Everyone. pod. Do it for the pod. Everyone's doing it. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm going to do it. Just like we should have gone he, to the I know I for a fact that he would marry me. Ooh. That's bold a... Statement. Yeah, I was going to say, bold statement. Bold statement. But you know what? Confidence is really, it's invaluable. So I'm really glad that you have that. I think I should just do it. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I have to get an annulled like Britney Spears? Or no, yeah, or like Dirty John or. Oh, like you said, no one's ever going to love you until yeah. they kill you and kill themselves. Yeah, murder. No one loves, no one loves like a murder-suicide. A murder-suicide would be the best case scenario, yeah. I feel like, as far as my love life goes. Then at least you're both dead. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you can't be embarrassed. Who's going to murder? Who's going to suicide? I think he'll definitely murder Suey. Like, I'll be... You'll murder. You'll be murdered. He'll suicide. 100%. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. 
Yeah, I could see that too because like you're like the desirable one. Correct. Right, of course. I don't see myself trying no. to figure out what to do with the body afterwards. You would never. I wouldn't kill myself. No. Far too self-absorbed. Far too. <laughs> too lazy. You're like, I gotta live till March. <laughs> At least. <laughs> At least. Gotta get under my lease. Get my <laughs> deposit back. <laughs> gotta return those books. I'm gonna marry him. Okay. Okay. Can we be in the wedding? No. It's gonna Why? be Why? Oh, you're Rap. fucking jewel. Get a hold on it. Yes, you guys are being married. I tore our the wedding. I already told you guys. You guys have to wear. What do I have to wear? Those outfits that. Um. What's her face always wears? Um. You know, like a like a woman tuxedo. Oh. With the bow ties undone. Yeah. And a crisp white button up. <laughs> so chic. So you chic. Wear glasses to complete the look. Of course. Very chic. So you clearly don't want anyone looking at us. Those <laughs> <laughs> should be the hogs to the left. Should I get married? Yeah. Fine, I'll do it. Um. Okay, so speaking of getting married and posting like really amazing pictures for the next four to six years of your life, every month of your wedding photos, social media triggers. Things that really have set you off in the last couple weeks about people's social media behaviors. God, where to begin? Where to begin? Um, Never a face-on picture. Just always just those constant laughters into oh, the distance. Oh, candid. A laughing candid. Of course. So dumb. So dumb. I'm so bad at social media, so I feel like I can't really, like... Who the fuck is laughing like that? It looks like you're going to eat my face off. I just like, wish, like, an influencer would just, like, let their hair down for a second and, like, not give us, like... Like, you know, I love a terrible picture of myself. Yeah! Go to my Instagram, Dibolo Cervantes <laughs> at Instagram. It's just... I love, I love a good, terrible... I would rather default on a terrible picture of myself looking slobbish and, like, on the couch with meat sweats than, like, one of, like, me looking so perfect that you guys just can never live up to my standard yeah like whatever happened to like just like i posted a picture of me and my friend at dinner it wasn't like that great of a picture but it's like you can still post pictures out of like a pristine background like i just can't i can't stand it anymore i can't they're really curated like yeah yeah or like the captions everyone is like now even like okay influencers i get like well i don't get it but like you have like a it's your job it's your job so it's like you're always looking for the next background, but it's like people that are just like normal people now that are trying to act like influencers, I think is like very strange. It's just yeah. like, can I just see like a post of your life yeah. rather than like a very like curated picture of your not life? Like, I know yeah. that's not what you do every day, but you decided to like seek out a nice background just to like make yourself look cool and relevant, even though you do that for two seconds out of your whole existence right like boring i don't want to see you shooting a baby out of your vag in the hospital bed like Ooh. please like if what I, instagram do i need to follow to see that yeah well it's like why do i need to see you just after you've given birth in your hospital bed with a face-tuned face clearly we know you didn't look like that and your baby holding your baby it's like if i unless i'm your immediate family or like best friend like I don't need to see that. There's a reason why I'm not in the hospital room with you. So don't show it to me. Don't show it to me. Don't show it to her. Do not show it to her. Do not show it to me. 
<laughs> Guys, you heard it here first. Don't show it. Don't show it to me. Don't show it to her. Um, feet, bathtubs. No, okay, wait. So one thing we didn't talk about that I feel like we maybe should touch on, any strong feelings about the Academy Awards? Oh. Just Bradley Cooper's directorial... Snub. Snub. What a mess. This year in film was like kind of gar- garbage. It was stupid. I hated it. And then they throw these films in our faces that like we couldn't, as mainstream folk, we hate to admit it, but we couldn't have seen them. Like right. if Beale Street could talk or Green Book, like were, were these out in, are they even accessible in Chicago? So I thought like one indie theater, like right. You know what I mean. So it's like hard oh, because the it's uncomfortable like, seats of the Century uh, Center, recliner yeah. or no go. Right. So it's just like hard because it's like the ones that I think are gonna really take it away get snubbed. Not mad. I know. I just thought this year is just like it's not gonna be the year. Feeling uninspired. And really? it's annoying that the one movie that I loved is like getting snubbed all around. Like Which one? It, A Star is Born. Yeah. And Sweet Tea. Sweet Tea. Sweet Timothy Chalamet. Didn't get one Oscar nomination. Was it a good movie? Boy. It was slow, but it was, I mean, he did a really good job. It's like. It's a character study. Yeah. So it was like, you know, obviously slow but I think he did a really I also thought Steve Carell out of everyone in that movie did such a good job like yeah he's a great actor yeah I think that it was disappointing all around but here's the thing if you've been following this podcast I'm obviously obsessed with the stars born but it's just it's not gonna win a fucking thing it's not gonna win a thing the only thing it might win is original song yeah that's it and also, let me just say something loud and clear. Fuck Mary Poppins. Fuck Lynn manuel Miranda. Is that his They're name? not even like... Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, I can't stand Lynn manuel Miranda, whatever his name is. I, can't, I literally can't stand him. I would. My life would be... He's not meant to be on screen, like stay behind the scenes and write like really good songs and whatever, but like something about him drives me nuts. And like Mary Poppins is one of those that like does not need a remake that did not need to happen but she got like snubbed all around yeah she didn't even get one nomination which like yeah she yeah i didn't think it was well i didn't see i i never saw the original mary poppins so i don't really care excuse me what what the fuck is your problem oh my god when i was a baby (laughs) baby when i was like four i remember watching mary poppins by myself and like she like goes away at the end like on her like umbrella and i was hysterically hysterically crying and my mom came into the den and was like what are you crying about it's just a movie and i've like never forgotten it since because i was like so emotionally scarred bonnie bonnie quick update what iowa text when you asking me to marry you did you say that? No. He said that to you? Of course, I told you. Damn. You're getting married. Next weekend. <laughs> Ugh, we'll be there. Stay You're all invited, listeners. <laughs> all seven of you are invited to. You shouldn't take a lot of invites. Just give me your personal addresses and we'll mail out the uh, e-vites. <laughs> Stay well, anyway, tuned. the Oscars hopefully are not as disappointing as we anticipate them to be. I don't even think I'm going to watch. I will. Don't cry about it. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> I can't see another Gaga update. Lose to Glenn and Close. I swear to God. 
Oh, the ties. What's up with the ties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no was No one so likes awkward. a tie. Who yeah, wants a tie? That was strange. If you ain't first, you're last. Exactly. Anyhow. When are the Oscars? Next week? They're in March. Two no, weeks. February 24th. Oh, okay. Well, someone's keeping track. Something along those lines. It's the end of February. Well, should be interesting. I'll free my DVR. Well, Cardi B did not disappoint this week either. She oh. took down Tommy, 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 Tommy Lauren, Tommy Lauren, Tommy Lauren on Twitter, and I was cracking up with just one line that it's like one of those lines that you just wish that you could have thought of yourself. And she I said, will "I will dog walk you. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I will dog walk you." And then Tommy said, "I'm sure I'm you sure will." I'm sure you will. <laughs> Like, yeah, bitch, I fucking of will. Of course I will, you like, moron. Cardi B's not allowed to have a fucking opinion. It's like, get that fucking stupid bitch out of here. I fucking hate Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. I don't like her. I don't like Nobody likes I her. I fucking Cardi, hate her. I've hated her. I want Cardi B to take down every one of those bitches. Always. Just line Cardi, for line. Just Cardi, just go in. Just do it. I know. Tommy Lauren's a piece of shit. Her extensions look terrible all the time. I have to comment it on Facebook. How does she? How does she have a career to begin with? That's what I don't. Just understand. by being a, it's easy if you're attractive and you're blonde and you talk racist shit. Anybody on the right is gonna fucking love you. That's true. It's true. It's true. I'm gonna start doing it. She's so well, stupid. Thank God for Cardi B coming at her. Oh, uh, I love Do it. it. And I hate those stupid morons that are like, just because she talks funny, and it's like, she doesn't talk funny. I think she's like, it's she's just her. Cardi. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, she's smart. Even though she talks funny, it's like she doesn't. She's talk obviously funny. fucking smart. Look what yeah. she's done with herself. She exactly. like parlayed a fucking career in love, right. stripper to love and hip hop. To one of the most successful fucking music careers that like we've seen in a very long time. If you discredit her, you are just absolutely right. fucking delusional and, you're just and jealous. A shitty correspondent. Like who the fuck do you think you are? You yeah. can, you know, you couldn't do that. Don't come for Cardi. I would rather hear Cardi all fucking day than also, one sentence last, of Tumblr. the last person I would ever come for on any platform would be Cardi B. Like absolutely. I would be fucking terrified. Shh. She I mean, I would scared. never, because, you know, she's the love of my life. I've been yeah. obsessed with her since... You have. Love and hip-hop. Love You're literally, literally, like, the season only one. one. Oh, before that, when she had bad teeth, I loved her. Yeah, she had her teeth fixed. She threw that shoe at that British girl that was, like... Well, she was fucking her man, but whatever. <laughs> so, the point literally, is. The point is. don't come for Cardi, because she will fucking drag Fuck you, you and she did. And she did. So, good for Cardi. Well... On that note, we have to end on a positive note, actually, because I feel like we get so heated in this, and I feel like we should take our love for Cardi and just, like, end on a Cardi note. Yes. So. Oh, oh I can't roll my tongue, you guys, so I'm just going to try what? it one time. Oh, it. oh, my God. That is heavy. <laughs> what the fuck? What's wrong with your tongue? I, well, it's actually nice Some people like can't do it. I can't do it. It's a genetic thing. It is genetic. Oh, oh. oh okay. okay. Well, Nick, don't you feel... No, maybe apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, we love you, Cardi. And we hope that you guys continue to listen to Two Girls, One Gay. Until next week, I'm Jacqueline. I'm Nick. And Emily. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.